1: How's your week going, gents?
2: Yeah, not bad uh I've done something very oh actually no, I'm not going to do that. I was, was going to
3: plug one of my non rugby activities, but I won't so that <laughs> uh my week I can safely say has been very busy already. mm, Tim, back from London so soon,
1: yeah, well, I thought I'd just knit back um mid show as well m- knit back mid show. I'll go back and finish the rest of the show in a bit, but yeah. that's, you know that's that's the lengths we go to on this podcast, Tuesday evening, feeling very Tuesday ish. Yeah, I'd sort of describe the weather today as kind of it could have been described as any kind of weather. Yeah, you know all, what I mean,
3: yeah, yeah, all weathers, all weathers, while well, simultaneously being none of those weathers <laughs> at, any, at any one time, very, very. or no time. <laughs> uh, right. This is the this is the midweek domestic
1: podcast. If you if you're listening, thinking you're going to hear about Six Nations rugby, you've missed that one because we did it on Sunday. So just hit subscribe and you'll get every episode. But this is about the Avicii Premiership. What? the Avicii Premiership. Yeah. Well, that's loud. We've got uh, James Haskell to do a little house set for us to start the podcast. Uh, And also about the Pro 12 and just any other matters domestically or anything we've missed or anything we just feel like talking about in the rugby universe. And... Thank you JB Um, Thank you DJ Haskell Smooth Uh, Let me just remind you At Rugby Podcast on Twitter We're on Instagram Egg Chasers Podcast And occasionally we we do The odd little live video as well So uh, you need to be following If you want to get those But um, interesting picture What's the the picture Oh a line If you want to know What a line out pint is go to. I, I, I know what
2: a line out pint is
1: we'll have to in fact we're going to have to get our our listeners who are coming out to Romania with us we're going to have to get line out pints going at the game <laughs> is that not a health and safety kind of issue oh it's Romania there's no health, no, exactly. health and safety out anything there anything goes there. there but if you want to know what a line out pint is and what JB dressed up as Alan Quinlan looks like <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh this is what you're doing
1: uh, well, or, or Phil on a watt bike being shouted at by Will Greenwood yes then get to egg chasers podcast on instagram Uh, Well, with that in mind, shall we put our hands in and pod on three and actually start the show? Oh, oh, fuck. I (laughs) I thought with the DJ Haskell remix that we had. But yeah, let's do it. Hands in, pod on three. One, two, three. Pod. Pod. Hello, Egg Chasers. This is the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast. The podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. We're just three mates with Phil. Hello, Tim. We're JB. Hello, Tim. I'm Tim, and we're here with you to talk about today, domestic matters. Again, Pro 12 was a shell of a competition, shorn of most of its key talent. Is there
3: any elements you want to talk about in that competition? No, none. Uh, a brilliant, tremendous win for Ulster, including some very talented players, uh, the likes of... Pier- Ulster, Ulster did have some really good players, you're right. Tau and Ruan Pinar, are uh, they're two of the most talented players in the competition anyway. Could but see on... it. he's out injured is that right? Is he uh, out or did he play? Uh he, I thought he played. But oh no no you're, no, you are probably
1: right. I'm just d- he didn't get a knock or anything.
3: Uh No he came he, through on sorry, sorry no, he didn't play. He must have dropped out just before the match. Uh Sean Reedy started at 8. So that is a little bit worrying. Yeah. I'll look into that. But Ulster are making hay during this Six Nations period they are um, and alongside obviously the international talents um, young Jacob Stockdale who played for Ireland under 20s um, in the fullback he He was he's played I've seen him play centre wing and
1: fullback and he's a big strapping he played fullback for the 20s and he looked awesome yeah him and the number 8 Max Deegan Max Deegan I I want to say something like that. Diggs and and John Porter, the prop, loose-head prop for Leinster. They had some really good players in that side. Well,
3: Stockdale, the last few weeks, is looking increasingly impressive. Um, In a a very good 40 points to 17, admittedly away win at Zebra, But a win is a win is a win. Got to score those tries. Exactly right. Uh, Quite impressive result for Scarlets versus Munster. Yeah, that that was quite interesting because they're both losing international talent.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I guess... As Pro 12 go, goes over the Six Nations, it's actually not a bad game because they've both got pretty strong academies. Mm. They both play rugby in, um, in a nice way. And actually, to go to Munster any time is uh, yeah. typically difficult.
3: To win in Munster, regardless of who's on the field, is very impressive. Yes, mm, there you go. Uh, Pro 12.
1: I, I don't know if I should hit go on this. I've just been sent a video during the podcast. Oh, go on. I don't know if it's in in relation to... Uh, possibly in relation to a line-out pint Oh, go cool. Shall I play it? Yeah, absolutely play it Alright, I don't know uh, But hopefully it's just audio I don't know if I should show it on Facebook I want to see it first Check it's not Alright Check it's safe for work as such And two dickheads are going to separate themselves <laughs> <laughs> What are those
2: dickheads called? <laughs> <laughs> don't right go. Oh, okay, I don't know That was me is. <laughs> Oh, no,
1: it's not <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to describe what's going on? No <laughs> <laughs> I don't, this is terrible radio or audio <laughs> This is terrible podcasting All I can see is Phil dressed as John McEnroe With a man's face in his backside Who is that? Is that Steve? <laughs> that is Steve What an idiot <laughs> This is getting far too in-jokey No, 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 no all exactly in- So yeah. All, yeah, yeah. So all I will say is There could be some very, very interesting stuff ha- That will happen in Romania On the strength of some of the things I've seen this evening Yes, so, quite uh, Anyway So come and join us
2: Yes. Should we talk uh, premiership or do you want to talk a little bit more
1: about Pro 12 before we move on? Should we go
3: on to the premiership? Yeah. Let's, let's... go on
1: to the Avicii premiership and, you know, Pro Pro 12 fans. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, go for it, go for it, go for it. Right now we're going to talk about the Avicii because with 12 teams that's still a quality competition. Go for it, JB. Well, let's start with Friday night's game. Uh, I thought you we were going to play the music again. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: let's start with Friday night's game because... Um, I are think, we going to pick the bones out of every game? Uh, well, I think this is important. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think this is important because Quinns are unbeaten at home. Um, and no matter which way you cut it, Leicester are terrible away from home. Yes. So for them to go and beat Quinns at the stoop, I think, is mightily impressive. But I actually think it's a part of a larger trend, which is... I think Leicester might have turned a corner. I really do Now, I've only got the evidence of Gloucester, uh, Har- Harlequins... And Leicester. Uh, sorry, and Bristol. Um uh, and Bristol to go on. But every time that time that they're playing, they're getting a little bit better. They were thirteen three down, yeah. down at half time. Yeah. And in second half they absolutely battered them. Uh, there's a couple of things going on, I think. I think they're, I think the preparation for the game is far, far better. I think the players that they have were I mean, I've said this last week, whereas they were underpowered for the Richard Cockrell game are actually perfect for the Aaron Major game. For the slightly higher tempo, higher pace. Oh, slightly higher, much higher <laughs> <Yeah>. tempo. <laughs> and they do different things every game. Like, there was a big a, a big emphasis this week on, um, on on the inside ball, for whatever reason it was, and it was
3: really, really yeah. devastating. Do you think some of it is they've got a couple of their talented players back in? So, yeah. referring Go specifically on. to JP Peterson and Toulouse-Vianu. Yeah, yeah. God, absolutely. That guy, make that, that a huge difference. Yeah, Viano at fullback he yeah. is electric, isn't he?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I, the biggest difference for me is coming for, uh, coming at the forwards and how quickly those boys are getting round the park and recycling ball. Um, but yeah, you are right about J.B. Peterson. He's just a fantastic player. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, actually, yeah, you've got J.B. Peterson, you've got uh, the French international Maxime Mamoise, and you've got toulouse Viano who probably made the most yards la- uh, last year in the entire premiership. Yeah. It, it does make a difference,
3: yeah. Yeah,
2: definitely. Uh but still 33 down at half time. Incredible turnaround. Very 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 impressive. I think these guys, well, they're already fourth. Uh, sorry, they're fifth. I think they're going to make the top 4 and I think they're going to have a real real good go at the um uh, at the title this year, which is crazy considering where they were European Cup time.
3: Yes. Yeah, very true
1: it is true I, I think what you said about the injuries key players coming back is massive because another team who can't seem to pick up a win on the road is Bath yeah now that's the biggest result of the weekend was Bristol bucking the trend with their form yeah. Al- Alan Solomons has come in as a consultant and obviously put a rocket up him and has lit a fire yeah. in that Bristol team and so, since do, when done has, something
2: when has, a, when has the 67 year old South African version of Graham Dawes been the ideal solution for a <laughs> relegation contender.
1: Well, it's a little bit like kind of football. They just tend to sack a manager and then and then get someone in on short term, and they they go for basically one of two people. It's Harry Redknapp or Sam Allardyce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, David Moyes. <laughs> yeah, rug, rugby. They they tend they just do this. They go right. Let's just add another one. Let's call in this guy. He might he might have a real short term effect. Yeah. Well, do you know what you're on to? Think there because. That's what they did, didn't they? They bought in T-
2: Tainton. Yeah. Yeah. Tainton's bought in Solomon. Yeah. So just keep the honeymoon effect going. Yeah. So just keep bringing in a new person every yeah. month.
3: As soon as they start losing a couple of games,
2: who are they going to bring in next? Let's have
3: some. Let's have some predictions. Um. Graham, we've got a it's Graham Henry for like a two or three yeah. game consultancy role. Yeah.
1: Stuart Lancaster's re-signed with Leinster, hasn't he? Oh, hasn't he? so he's off the market. He's off the market. Yeah. yeah. Steve Meehan. Yeah. That's the guy that keeps on do, do, doing the round. Gary Gold's doing it at Worcester. He is doing it at Worcester. And is he not full time yet? I think he is. Robbie
2: Deans isn't doing anything. Well, yeah. That's a great show. Um, what's his name? Uh, the guy who never play, never coached Sale. Um, mental guy. Uh, Mitchell.
1: J- oh, John Mitchell. John, John Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. He's got
2: to be linked soon, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Iron Lion Ryan could do it in just for a month just, yeah, before he joins Wales.
3: Skills and attacking. It'd be interesting. Coach.
2: Yeah. So it's interesting to see he's going to join this posse. Yeah, and then you bump everyone else up on a bit of a higher salary to operations director <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> no I, I actually think this is um, something I mentioned last year which was the the halfback honeymoon period Mm. because you got halfback honeymoon trademark Phil Lagan yes Twenty fifteen, uh, which which uh, got Worcester out of a hole last season and Newcastle when they had um, yeah Goody Goody yeah uh, and Big Gav Big yeah, Gavin's let's talk about... his uh, back. Let's oh, talk about... You sit-
1: this is where we should be breaking out the Brokeback Mountain music. <laughs> so
3: glad we're not, though. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, so... All joking aside, he was magnificent today. What,
1: what, he, you, what do you mean, all joking aside? Well, is a, well, yeah, a, a, a... Yeah, firework, yeah. But, yeah,
2: yeah. it's fair enough. Uh, yeah. He really was good. I mean, there was a passage of play today where... Uh, today? You mean two days ago? Yeah, t- uh, two days ago. And... Um, like... He touched the ball three um, three times and managed to get Bristol from their own 22 to the Bath to, for a Bath line-out yeah. in Bath's own 22. And he just controlled everything so well. He did. He's, he is a class above when, when he wants to be. He, he did look. He, he was, like, rolling back the years. I was, I mean, he, he did an up and under at one point. And... You just, I mean, I'm looking at TV and thinking like, where's the ball it's not down yet it stayed up for so long <laughs> he, uh,
1: uh, he, he did a drop goal you don't see drop goals drop goals much these he days he tried two he tried another one yeah Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah it was big gav 12 bath 11 um, he did do a dive at one point when he ran into <gasps> was it Beno Urbano or he ra- yeah, no he just he did, it was a bit ridiculous the dive he it looked like a dive anyway. I'm glad you bought a, up bought, bought a diving team because I have a brilliant idea Got, oh wow! Okay, okay. Go on then. We all Gavin hate- Henson in Speedo doing doing dive doing <laughs> uh, splash. splash when it comes back to ITV. We all hate diving. I'll I'll turn this off now. And we all hate um, HIAS. Agreed.
3: Uh, when you say hate, hate HIAS, well yeah, I hate people getting head injuries.
1: Tom Van Dell didn't like
2: HIAS no, today, Tom did he? Tom So if you dive, right. I'm going to automatically assume that you must have got a knot to the head because rugby players don't dive. Yes. I'm then going to make you do an HIA. That is a very good solution to that problem. Yeah. So if you dive and you're rolling around, and if you pass, you know, you pass. Penalty against you, yeah.
1: But <laughs> no, well, no, y- no, no, no. I, I would, I would, I would say, yeah, yellow cover simulation. But I'd almost say straight away it's automatically pulled from the game because even if you pass an HIA, there must be something wrong in in the head <laughs> that you have that an HIA hasn't spotted. Yeah. So you're just gonna have to, as a precaution, take them off. No, because no one off of right mind would do that. That's a very good point, actually. I was gonna
2: change slightly to be a, a DI, which is a sorry, a DA, which is a dive assessment. <laughs> so, you have to go through like um, a load of questions. Pass. Uh, sorry, that's a yellow card. <laughs> Fail. You uh, stay off the whole
1: game.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's a good solution. Finally, a use for an HIA. I think just going back to the weekend, the Six Nations, very briefly.
1: That happened like, uh, about last three days ago. Yes. Three, four days four ago. Four days
3: ago. Um, Reese Webb is so petulant. When he scored that try, petulant, when, when though, he didn't score that try, but thought he scored a try that was proven he was in touch, and he was like shaking his head and throwing his hands up in the air, I—it's so frustrating watching him play. Mm. We need to introduce: if he disagrees with the referee, he can he can call he can call for a timeout or, or yep. put it put it up there. But if he is wrong, yellow card. Yes. And he's off the pitch. If he's going to be petulant and petty like that get just get rid of him you, you
1: want players who are kind of on the edge and really want to win and are desperate but it's um it's something that rugby's managed to do throughout its history is is just keep a lid on that and mm. direct it in the right way and well, he he struggles he really does it. and it it winds me up yes. something rotten watching well, him play tim can i uh can i add something else to the to the, to the TMO oh yeah go um uh,
2: uh, argument i think it's a stroke of genius so Reese Webb, because he's a passionate man, or whatever you want to passionate call him, or
1: petulant, or petulant one man. Of those. Sorry, one of, a,
2: one of the P's, whatever it is. And they're pointing to, to the TMO, Jack sir, Jack, 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 right? Yeah. This is the game plan you should have. So all scrum Hovs, hear me now, believe me later, because I'm on something here. If something happens early doors, requiring a TMO, and say you're reaching for the line, you know you've not got it. It's going to TMO. Pop up, go to the ref and say, sir. I didn't get it. No need to go to the TMO. I'll sort this out right now. Fall on your sword, because you know you're going to lose anyway, and then you've got credit in the bank for later yes. when you do say TMO, or you do want Do a decision yeah. your way.
3: Yeah, 100%. A nice bit of honesty goes a long way. No, 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 no.
2: it's disingenuous honesty (laughs) no but it's you've got to give something away which you don't care about okay like like early doors okay yeah
1: because Paolo Di Canio did that thing once where he showed that brilliant bit of sportsmanship and everyone then let him off of the 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 neo-nazi stuff (laughs) I was a good guy
2: that's that's so true catch a ball be racist
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh, I think you're something. I like it I like it but I definitely definitely as well Think. not even joking much like I really want to see a no knock on game trialled which was JB's suggestion which at first I thought was utterly ridiculous but I would love to see it mm. and I think it will change the shape of props Yeah. and big players
3: it would do definitely uh,
1: uh, but I definitely I think your idea is absolutely brilliant someone appeals it's yellow card or you're right you're yeah. right or a yellow yeah win or bust
3: Yes, exactly. I love
1: it. It would it would stop Reese Webb. He was a brilliant player, and how electric was he? It would stop him. Yeah, shut him up. Um, back to the Premiership. Yes, Tom, Tom Vardell didn't like his HIA. He was absolutely livid. Um, but, the, the, but, the, but yeah, the, you, you could see a doctor there looking at an iPad, looking at it back, and just shaking her head. Sorry, Tom.
3: Yeah, yeah, which is,
1: and he failed his HIA.
3: Yeah, did he?
1: Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, of course he did.
2: Uh, see, this is why I don't like it because.
1: Someone they'll. I mean, if just you, sign a disclaimer there. If you, yeah, yeah. Get me my lawyer.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what that's what they will end up being. There'll be like yeah. a QC. Uh, yeah. There'll be a TMO, or we're going to go to the QC on that one.
2: Yeah, and there's a, a like a guy in a pinstripe suit that makes his way from the crowd with like with a briefcase. <laughs> sign it. <laughs> uh, but, but the,
3: the other thing in this game, so yeah. Bristol tried to throw it away mm. with the uh, Rocca intercept. Oh, didn't they just? They tried. But Priestland missed the kick. Because uh, P- if Priestland slots that conversion, Bath win.
2: Yeah. It, yeah. It's just... Uh, I, I just wish Gavin Henson could have his time again and actually take the first half of his career seriously. know <laughs> It's just such a
3: waste. Such Actually a good live up to the potential.
1: So Bath are in a slightly precarious position when you look at them. Although, having said that Leicester have benefited from a couple of key players coming back, check out this for a Bath list of players that are unavailable through injury or international mm. mostly injury Nick Alterack or Nathan Catt as your two options at loose head yep, both yep. unavailable uh, Ross Batty Hooker um, Henry Thomas and Max Laheef unavailable at tighthead. Uh, Dave Atwood Luke Charteris in the second row Yeah, Matt Garvey Francois, though, to Lupe Faletel. Goodness me. What a pack not to even be able to get on yeah. the field. And then Khan Foto George Ford. Yeah, because Foto Banners! Was, was banned, wasn't he? Yeah. You... Banners, um, Anthony Watson and... Oh, was he? No, was he? No, he wasn't involved. Nope. Um, so, it just, they are missing some serious firepower. Yeah. So, I expect
3: I expect it to turn around, but their away form is a massive worry. Anthony Watson's interesting, actually. Yeah, cause... but can we just... Sorry, go on, oh, Sorry, you carry on No, um, it's alright But Watson He's just coming back From a hamstring injury He was named in the twenty-four For England yeah. But he was effectively A travelling reserve Surely it would have been Better to, for him to actually Get some game time yeah. At Bristol Rather than sitting In, in Twickenham I mean just looking At The
2: team that Bath Did put out With all those people out though I mean Rocco Duguni Jonathan Joseph Benny Benny Taps Is some player yeah. uh, By the way What's happened to uh, Robbie Frewin
3: He's there. He's played a few games, uh, like A-League, uh, not A-League, well, he, I think he actually has played A-League, a- Anglo-Welsh.
2: I'd definitely go and watch it, the A-League if he was coming up to uh,
3: He he scored. Um, play, the, play the sale, for instance. He scored in one of the Anglo-Welsh games, I'm sure. Did he? Yeah. I wonder what's going on there.
2: If, if you know anything uh, no, like about Robbie Fruin, let us know ASAP, because <laughs> I'd be fascinated to find out.
1: But when you look at that top four, it's probably fortunate for Bath that a lot of the teams who are outside of the top four are looking pretty poor. Like, well, uh, th- there's not a lot of competition for that for the top four, other than the top Lef- four uh, and Leicester and Leicester, yeah,
3: yeah, Leicester really because Leicester are one point off Bath, but then there is a eight point drop down to so Northampton. It's, it's
1: five into four. Oh, in another year, Bath might have been ruining this little run of away form, but they're, yeah, they're going to have the chance to rectify
3: it. I guess it, it has been made more interesting by. Wasps losing last week, mm. Saracens losing too, Exeter's, from their very poor start to the season, their recent form has been outstanding. Yeah. I'm
1: big enough to say when I'm wrong, my pre-season prediction was that Exeter had reached uh, oh, um, a high watermark with their aviva Avicii Premiership final, and that they would struggle. Peak Exeter? peak Exeter <laughs> and then uh, and then it looked like I was uh, prophetic after their first few months of the season and I, I, I worked at the Ulster Exeter game and I think it was something one win in 11 for Exeter or something like that yeah, at that point or... it looked horrific for them the way they've turned it around is uh, absolutely magnificent yeah, there could not be enough good things said about that club
2: can there and the work of Rob Baxter in particular I mean you, I, I thought they'd be better than last year's Exeter. That doesn't mean that I thought they would win the league because and,
3: everyone is improving. Yeah,
2: but I thought they would be better. And yeah. the start of the season, I thought, oh, they've they've kind of ruined their balance a bit now with the e- experiment
1: with Yeah, struggling. Like, who do I put in yeah. Steenson, Devoto, Slade? How do they all fit together? But yeah, it's all really started to settle down.
2: Like, he, like Ian Whitten is a pretty key key, key guy there. Dolman as well, without yeah, anyone e- even realizing. Um. Yeah, by these Simmons boys, how do they? How do they know? I mean, they've yeah. got um, Jack Mulder at nine. They've got Joe Simmons at ten, just running the show. That is
1: a that rugby hotbed is absolutely immense. My my, my brother started his career, went down to Plymouth and played there, and Cornwall, Devon it's there's some amazing schools yeah, I, yeah, yeah. ivy bridge college for example produced a load x2've got a brilliant academy it's uh, it's a it's just rugby heartland and they just seem to find these find these guys for fun yeah uh, you're absolutely right
2: and uh, just to put this in context i mean these these two guys jack molder and, and joe simmons they're not playing clowns they're not playing you know, some husbands uh, Tain, i can't say his name, tackle has been probably the form nine of the yeah, last yeah. Four, four weeks. Joel Hodgson's been up, up, absolutely superb, but they were comfortably outplayed. Yeah, See, yeah. Uh,
3: Simmons, Simmons looked the part at ten. I've got a question for you, mm. and so the question is: after Denny's hat trick, Denny Solomon's hat trick last week, people were calling him for him to play for England, and I don't want to get onto that. But someone who scored a hat trick last week and got a brace this week and is English. Yeah No one is mentioned James Short Not a, a single thing I've heard been mentioned About
2: James Short His England. career is going to end With him being The best player That nobody knows about Yeah I mean he has bounced about a bit Yeah But he's really I mean What what do you see from him Which makes you think He can't cut it At the highest level
3: Too small mm, No Because he is He's smallish But he's deceptively strong And he's yeah. a very balanced runner and he's rapid, so I, I'm I'm really not sure.
2: Well, yeah, let's
3: let's not rehash
2: uh, last. Last no. week's uh, smaller smaller clubs don't get picked, but you know maybe
3: oh, <laughs> get I mean maybe if he was playing at Leicester, uh, well he has played at both Saracens and Wasps and not been <laughs> yeah. put, not played for England. Well, that's so, the other thing, isn't it? No so... So... And
1: one of the people keeping him out of the England squad is ex-to chief Jack <laughs> Knowle. Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's the other th- funny thing about James Shaw is he has had big clubs before. He went all the way down to bed to Bedford and. Yeah, How old are you now? About 26? 27, I've just looked him up
1: On Tinder Uh, Grinder (laughs) (laughs) Swipe swipe right Um, (laughs) Or left I don't know Um, Well saved JB Well saved
3: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I (laughs) don't know Interesting Uh, That's how uh, Eddie Jones If I was Eddie Jones That's how I'd want my app I'd want all of the England Possible players to come up That's a great shout Swipe left No, he's cut He's out (laughs) Swipe right Yeah, he's in
1: Hmm. James Short
2: Ooh, you're in. I'm thinking of a funny name for it, but I'm not funny, so yeah.
1: I think. I'm, I'm trying to think of a of our of, of our rugby based Eng- up England-er. England <laughs> or no, yeah. best. Keep thinking. Best. Yeah. Uh, best. Yeah. Come back to that one. Yeah, I'll come back to that one.
2: Uh, hmm. So, yeah, that it's uh, it's very impressive. I mean, I don't know. The problem with Exeter is they're so consistent. Like they might be the best consistent team in the league. The Problem is when it comes to the real high end stuff, i.e. the final, all they can they raise their level to match well presumably Saracens but who knows um, yeah presumably because when Saracens have all their players back you would have thought so yeah I think Saracens will cause them problems but if they meet in the final with say Wasps or Leicester or, or even Bath when Bath have got all their players back I, I, mean, I think they can take, en- take any of those teams I think psychologically they can Saracens have just got a bit of a barrier for them Yeah, maybe, Saracens even beat them at Sunday
3: Park maybe you're right so yeah, yeah, good. Very, very good result. So, any other any other games you want to talk about? Uh, so, Northampton beat Worcester twenty four fourteen. Yeah, fine. I I don't think there's anything there that we need no. to go into detail. Although Josh Adams scored a tremendous try, absolutely brilliant try. Chris Pennell uh, made his comeback
1: after a long layoff, which would be a big boost for Worcester as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. They are starting to get their players available, and when they get Pete Tio back, when when BBT comes back, yeah, we will get onto it later. But do you know who they play next weekend? No. Bristol. Bristol. Do it, they? Host Bristol. They host. They host Bristol.
2: Wow. Pressure. Pressure. Huge. Well, last last time they played Bristol, they just went to. Oh, it was awful actually. Uh, not two the game. very, they, two they very,
1: two very big games. One at the top, one at the bottom. Bath Wasps. Yes. Uh, and uh, Bristol Worcester.
3: Yeah, which we'll get onto Bink. at the end. Yes, we will. So the other games, um, Saracens beat Sale relatively comfortably, twenty <laughs> 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 You've got your soundboard up. Yes, I have. <laughs> yep. Uh, and nothing nothing too surprising about that, that result.
2: Well, it was surprising that Sale went 6-5 up. Uh and then they lost. They lost. Yeah, um, <laughs> nothing too surprising about yeah. the result. Uh, just—I watched. I watched watch most of this game. Um, Saracens just sort of very, very powerful. Very yeah. Well organized
3: and sell. Don't travel. Yes. And then uh, one of the highest scoring games of the weekend. Wasps beat Gloucester 35-22. Now I've only seen very brief highlights uh, of a couple of the tries. The um, Matt Scott try and the Willie LaRue try on I've this. seen the Jimmy Gopeth try as well. I'm
1: absolutely outraged at Jimmy Gopeth we need to call this out when this abomination happens when backs think it's alright to let the forwards <laughs> do the grunt work and then a driving mall come and just nick the try at the
3: end it's Jimmy not Go- on
2: Jimmy Gop- Gopeth can do no wrong and Only because he's in your fantasy, fantasy rugby, rugby team
1: Fantasy rugby
2: draft <laughs>
3: amazing He's he is amazing the, He is the top point scorer In the entire
1: game JB's just got a one man team That's it And he still lost this weekend Potentially Potentially
2: Potentially Well, oh, Potentially every week we could lose Yeah we could lose Yeah Jimmy um, Goppers goes down I'm done um, <laughs> I tell you what what a, what a good player though I mean Yeah Wasps uh, Are they still top still They to are the
3: table? They're comfortably
2: top And as well. he's played 10 He's played 12 He's played 13 Um He's just very, very competent. Yes, he he is an he's an outstanding athlete, isn't he? Yeah, uh, I, I kind think- of expected this. I kind of expected this result to, to be fair, and it feels a
1: bit like Gloucester just reverting to type after a few good performances. So, um, in terms of transfer news and stuff, Samuel James on our Facebook live feed says spotted. Ben Spencer shopping in Hemel Hempstead Aldi. If that doesn't mean he's staying, I don't know what does. Unless he's buying <laughs> cleaning products to clean his flat. Yes, because he wants his full deposit back. Exactly right. Unless he prefers malted Wheaties to shreddies. Do you ever... agree? I'm a big fan of Aldi. I of love it. The meat's wicked. The yeah.
3: Meat's yeah, 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 yeah. And the
1: booze is really good. Maybe it's the most middle class conversation of all, which is when people
2: get around a no. the table and go, Aldi, the meat.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, it would be Waitrose. Trim, trimmed broccoli stem would be the most middle class.
3: Have you have you ever seen the Twitter add? handle that's Waitrose Essentials? <laughs> it's like Waitrose Essential. Alaskan smoked salmon. <laughs>
1: That's I, um, not essential I'm, I'm, actually, I'm writing in a Waitrose Essentials a- A4 ruled refill pack. as well. 80 sheets recycled. That BT money, fair play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working at the Bath Wasps game, by the way. Oh, I'm, are you? I'm well, excited oh, about it. Oh, I might be going down for it. I was going to say, is that the well, one that, that
2: Canterbury. We've got, we've got were? Some,
3: yeah, Canterbury have offered us, kindly offered what, us some tickets. What day tickets. is it? Saturday? Saturday, 2.30 Damn
1: it.
2: At yeah, Wasps?
3: No. Bath. At Bath. Not fancy it, Drew? I'd
2: love to. It depends on uh, Digiboo Talk H. We <laughs> might be uh, playing on Friday night Ding. on a plastic pitch <laughs> in Preston. If not, it's a, it's our only bus trip of the year to thornton Cleveleys. Oh, okay. So that should be good fun.
1: Where's nice thornton Cleveleys? It's Blackpool.
2: Nice nice pot, nice, nice pot, pot, pot of the world. Good mm. team. Could quite, not, quite that inside. could
1: not be a more different part of the world to Bath.
3: Yes. Yes! That <laughs> is. We're both... Kind of, well, nearest the no, coast, near, west west side of the country. West side I mean. of the country. They're, they're near water.
1: Yeah, near water. Yeah. Any more comparisons between the two? Begin what with what about the two? Uh, Be yeah, with B and yeah.
2: B. Yes. There's no longer any Romans in either. <laughs> <laughs> um.
3: Yeah, it ends there, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does end there rather yeah. abruptly. So yeah, transfer news. You're gonna. Say. I I did. I always used to. Um, I I still do when it's transfer deadline day in football, and they have the BBC. Online feed of the tr- the transfer rumours, and yet people texting in saying, um, I've just seen DDA <laughs> Drogba walking around Waitrose. And- yeah, or yeah. Um, Cristiano
2: Ronaldo's just checked into the um, Hilton, not Hilton, was the one in uh, bloody Worsley? Yeah, He's yeah. He's always in Worsley,
1: apparently. Leo, Leo, Leo Messi's in Abracadabra ordering yeah. <laughs> a, a large donner oh, and some chips.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry. There's been a couple of signings this week, haven't there? Newcastle have made a couple of signings. They have, but you're gonna have to remind me who they are. So they signed Matavesi, Josh Matavesi. That's a good signing. He's a big lad. He's a very big lad, and his brother, who's playing at is it Joel? Red? Is it Red Rose? He's Ruby, playing yeah. at. So Matavesi's is an interesting signing. Yeah, it is. Another option in. in the centre in yeah. the field it's a bit, I, They're building some squad there. I mean, where
2: is this money coming from? That's the other thing.
1: I, thought I don't think they're cash. spending massive dollar, are they? Well, Mass- massive Maxine, AC won't be won't be
3: huge. Well,
2: he's coming from. Well, I Os- guess. Yeah, I guess not. But maximum Mamos can't be cheap.
3: No, that's true.
2: You know, uh, uh, how do you get Vaniki Vaniky gone over from Leicester unless you know you litter the uh, M one A with cash? I, I don't know. Yeah.
3: Yeah, <laughs> lots of lots of cash, lots of cash, and a long-term deal as well.
1: Yeah, so Sonotti Sonotti would be
2: another one who could get big money elsewhere.
1: We have talked before about which players should potentially get international recognition and maybe Mark Wilson and stuff. But actually, they're maybe, maybe they're playing a blinder because all their players. I wonder if it's part of the profile of his squad where he doesn't want internationals. Oh yeah, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps, I because mean, would... when Sale were looking good last year. You pay a premium. Hardly had any internationals? You pay a big premium, and you lose them for such a, a quarter risky of the game.
2: It's such a risky game to play. Let's get the guys just below international. Yeah, not
1: quite good enough, or maybe just still got plenty in the tank, but not so playing the, anymore. Yeah. So the secret to this is getting players from other nations
2: who aren't in your mind English, but do English qualify. So you get your you get, you get the money. Yeah, yeah. Very dangerous game because uh, last.
3: Imagine if Joel Hodgson gets called up. Well, they're down to then, Catrick. But it's so interesting, because of the salary cap, because of the the international eligibility and all that, and the the EPS um, player qualifications... And and possibly
1: seven or eight games, like a a third of the league season with internationals, at least.
3: Rugby Union, the the, um, strategy for building a squad is so nuanced. I know. Compared to football, where the league table pretty much reads... The order of who pays their players yeah. the most. I mean, Steve it is, Diamond is, is, is that simple. In, in
2: my mind, there's a couple of guys. Steve Diamond is well, well De- I'd well say up there. Dean, Dean Richards is. Dean Richards. Well has got, got to be uh, the, the uh, highest. You,
3: uh, Rob Baxter. Rob Baxter. Rob Baxter.
2: Rob Baxter uh, yeah. I mean, we might just name all, all all the directors of rugby, but you can't really look far past um, What
3: um uh, the work that Saracens have done. Yeah, Saracens have done some impressive stuff. And, and look at. <laughs> we are just going to name everyone, but yeah. Northampton. I know they're not having the best season this year, but the, just the names in the squad yeah. and the, the number of English qualified players as well. Well, I'd,
1: I'd say Northampton is the example of, of not not doing not it. They 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 the paid over the odds for not good enough players or players that have passed it, and knowing when to knowing when to cut and run is as important as knowing
3: when to. There, there are a few they could have cut and run, but just getting Louis Pickhamals to the Premiership. Yeah, I think that I think that is one of the sorry. biggest. sorry, what did you say? You Called him Louis Pickle. Sorry, King Louis. King Thank Louis. You. Just getting King Louis. I'm going to get some King Louis, king Louis music. <laughs> yeah, I'm also. the King of the Next Swingers week.
1: music.
2: Oh, no, <laughs> I was just going to say really regal. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Well, just a French national. Because
1: well, no, the, the monkey in the, the orangutan in uh, Jungle Book was called King Louis. Oh, was he? I'm um, pretty sure he was. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's too jovial uh, for too such, jo-
3: a, yeah, such you're a great right. man. Mo- <laughs> 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 I agree. Wholeheartedly agree. Um, Right. I've got a little rugby social. Okay. If you two are ready,
1: oh wonderful! So you've I, got, you're got the game show sound effects, have you? Not yet. Okay. Uh, that's the thing. I, I couldn't really
2: think of all the things I needed, and now they're all coming back to me. But yes, I have. Now game I know you've show. got the
1: soundboard there. I'll get you. I'll get you furnished with some sounds.
3: JB, yep. JB is on his brand new laptop.
1: Let me get some music up. For, the, for this recording. Do you know how hard it is to buy a laptop? Has anyone tried recently? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I saw you tweet about that. What was the what was the drama with buying a laptop? Well, I, I went to PC
2: World, an organisation that I, I usually quite like because they give you good, good support. And, and you know, when you get buying a lot of stuff, it's generally good to buy it from a large. um, uh, organisation but not to bore you with that
1: is is that that so you can do what you do with your rugby boots at (laughs) decathlon and every few months say it's wrong I need a new pair and take them back exactly (laughs) what I do Uh, I I did did that 17
2: times to to decathlon (laughs) one pair of boots for 30 quid every time they break sorry guys 17 pairs um so yeah, so four so so forty minutes later, no um, no laptop went, went to John Lewis. They didn't have the specification that that, that I wanted, so went then to Trafford Centre to another C- Curry's PC World, and the guy tried to rip me off by insinuating the only laptop that they had was seven hundred and fifty quid more uh, than the one that I actually wanted. If that makes sense, so I asked for spec. They gave me you know the and they tried to sell me a USB. Uh, pen for 50 quid they tried to open the box and start up uh, f- for me for another 50 quid and after spending well over a thousand pounds there i walk out and the shopkeeper calls me back because i've not paid five pence for a bag i couldn't be more angry <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, buying laptops is so difficult
3: i can't believe you had the the balls to call you back for not paying the uh, can five you feet. imagine you spent a thousand pounds and yeah. he's going to call you back and ask for 5p. I, I nearly clotheslined him. <laughs> I think you would have been fine. You so release been... him
1: from that sharpshooter. I'm it does sound like a scene <laughs> out of Falling Down with Michael Douglas, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, that was uh, my laptop. Anyway, rugby social. Rugby, rugby social.
3: social. Have you got some music, Tim? There we go. Right. So I've been scouring uh, players... Twitter, Instagram, Facebook pages, oh, everything. Rugby players love it, don't they? They love some social media. They do. They definitely do. Right, first one. What did Tim Visser buy for his Harlequins teammates after getting his yellow card a couple of weeks ago? Was it lots and lots and lots of sweets? Mm-hmm. Was it flat whites and brownies from his favourite coffee shop? Or was it an enormous cheese board?
1: Uh, it's got to be flat whites and brownies, yeah? Do you agree with that? I'm going to go sweets. Because I know that Joe Marler, for example, loves, loves sweets. Loves He's loves a sweets. big fan of sweets. And he always goes on about sweets. Yeah, but coffee with the boys. Yeah, coffee, coffee with the boys. With I the mean, lads. R- Rob, lads banter flying around everywhere.
3: <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yeah, absolute <laughs>
1: banter flying around.
3: Lads. lads. Uh,
1: yeah, because Chris Robshaw and every other rugby player own a coffee shop so that would make sense well i'm gonna go for sweets cause, just because i know joe marler goes on about no uh i was and match announcing for sale and joe marler and nick easter got the sweets out and joe marler was on the bench going oh minty minty get my mate, minty come on get me
3: here <laughs> so i'll go to sweets sweets and jay you're saying coffee shop coffee, coffee with the boys i can tell you tim is correct he bought fifty quid's worth of sweets for the, for the <laughs> wow. team. Wow, that is a lot of sweets.
2: Yeah. Uh, Chris Chris Jones, uh, when he was on the rugby dungeon, was telling me a story Ding. about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was telling me a story about James Haskell he, uh, 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 when he interviewed him, and apparently Haskell's in some sort of big meeting with like the young with the young players talking about your outside interests, and uh, he pointed to one lad and said, oh. What's your outside interest when you're not doing rugby? He goes, oh, you know, uh, coffee with the boys.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Presumably (laughs) you meant, like, studying for a degree or... (laughs) Investment (laughs) portfolios. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Barista with the lads.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Coffee culture. Well, sweet culture is obviously part of Quinns. Quinns, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Next one. Martin Castro Giovanni has been appearing on an Italian television show. (laughs) <laughs> but is it uh, a cookery programme where he's doing his best Nigella Lawson impression? Okay. Is it the Italian Top Gear doing his James May impression? Nice. Or is it a Dancing with the Stars type programme doing a, an Austin Healy impression? Tim, do you go first? Hang
2: on,
1: oh, who won? Tim won that one, so i go first. Well, you, well,
3: yeah. you
2: <laughs> went
1: first on the last one, but... Uh, yeah. Okay, so you, you go first, Tim. Um... So, having only because the last the, the lasting image I have of Castro is of him busting moves with Zlatan, I'm going to go for the dancing one.
2: <laughs> I'd, I would go for the dancing one too, but Tim's done it, so I'm going to go with um, cookery.
3: Well, you know he does own a, or did certainly own a Italian restaurant in Leicester. I did not know that. With what's it called Giovanni's with, with Jordan Murphy, I think he, he, he owned it.
1: What is it called? <laughs> He's very like. He, he shares everything with his teammates, doesn't he? His sister. <laughs> oh, Tim. <laughs> his... Uh, Tim. Wrestler. What do you mean? I can't condone that. <laughs> what, Longo Muller pola married mar- to her. Married to her and got kids, Goodness. twins with his Goodness sister. me. Sailing
3: closer to the wind than the America's Cup team there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you might think it would be a cookery programme. But it's not. He's been on a Dancing with the Stars style programme. he? Is. has. There's some interesting videos on his Instagram account if you go on there. Oh, I'm going to go check that. Um, and Lad. That means that Tim is 2-0 up. An yep. Unassailable lead. So the final question. Jack Knoll and Dylan Hartley recently spent some time together shopping in central London. Okay. But did they buy tailor-made suits from Savile Row? Did they buy nah. organic, vegan, fair trade skincare products, mm. or did they buy lots and lots and lots of Lego?
1: Lego. I'm I'm saying it's a trick question because I don't believe they bought anything. Do you reckon? And they didn't pay a penny. Lego. Because that's that's what Premiership. That's why that's why Premiership rugby players
3: have Twitter accounts. <laughs> you might be right on that.
1: I would have guessed Lego, but I'll go with the first one. A suit. Suit. So, it was Lego.
3: Yeah, they spent some time at the Leicester lots Square Lego and world and lots and lots of Lego. It did look like a lot because Lego was expensive as well. They were, it is. They isn't it? were each carrying the biggest kind of bags you can get that were full in each hand, so they must have spent hundred. Well, or oh, they well, must yeah. have got. They must they have, must acquired. have got
1: acquired. I got my lad a, a Lego Millennium Falcon for his birthday, I like, so I know how much <sighs> how much Lego costs. Yes, Lucky yeah, hell, that would have been a couple of bags full. That would have been like five hundred quids worth. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I, if I had the time and inclination, I would create a Twitter account. Rugby players <laughs> rugby blagging blags.
3: stuff. Have you, do you follow uh, Jamie Gibson? Yes. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's got a con- great food blog. Blo- yeah, he constantly does food stuff. but He's constantly like. Pushing these knives. Tell you what, uh, maybe... We we would never push any
1: sharp (laughs) objects at all.
2: One of the brightest men in rugby. If you ever speak to the guy, the the guy is uh, quite a lot of muscle, but mostly
3: brain. His his food stuff looks amazing. Yeah. It's genuinely brilliant. Very bright bloke. Yeah. And that concludes this week's Rugby Social. Very well good, Philip. Well done, Tim. Thank uh, d- you. Anyone watch any Super Rugby, by the way? Uh, I saw my beloved Canes uh, off to a tremendous start. Good
1: to see that it's still a defence-free zone, the Super Rugby, <laughs> isn't it? It is. Well, yeah, I mean,
2: the best thing about Super Rugby is when they play in play, play in
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
3: The evenings, uh, what well, evenings, our time, yeah, yeah. So the the South African games, yes. I do, I
1: do like a breakfast game, even the Super Argentinian rugby. games,
3: yeah. I, I got a bit, um, I had to take my car in for a service on uh Friday morning, so I got a bit of the that's well,
2: amazing. You can start on Friday, Friday morning, sorry, Thursday, yeah, can, Thursday, Thursday morning, morning, even,
3: yeah, and go all the way through to last game on Sunday, uh, Saturday. They don't normally play Sunday, do they? Uh, no, no, sorry, with the premiership, oh, right, yeah, well. Normally, with the top 14 as well, they, they normally have a game at like 8 pm on a Sunday night. Yeah, see, the, the, the only downside to it is it, it doesn't
2: overlap with NFL because potentially you, could, <laughs> you could take two days off, can you? Thursday,
3: Friday, finish very late, mon- or early Monday morning, and just non stop. The problem is so I've watched a huge amount of rugby this weekend, uh, and it does start to all merge into one yeah. game. Yeah, it does.
2: Uh, <laughs> Yeah,
3: that's one
1: thing. One of the producers last weekend, even one three of days the, ago, one of the producers at BT Sport just said, "Do you boys watch all the all the rugby? <laughs> how do you manage that?" He was, I mean, this is someone whose job is around the game of rugby, and he was astonished at how much rugby we managed to watch. Yeah, we pretty much do watch in a weekend. It's, I, don't, I think, it's incredible. But it's,
3: I guess, I don't know. It never feels like it never feels like a chore. Yeah, I always describe it to my my lovely wife as, as work. I always describe it as working. Listen, listen, Claire, I have to
2: work this afternoon. I don't. I don't like referring to myself as anything, least of all a hero. <laughs> but so, sometimes.
1: So, if you want us to be able to carry on doing this and, and legitimately justify that it is work, work it is. It is definitely work. But if you also want to get the best razor on the market, which don't take our word for it. Well, actually, take our word for it and try it once and you won't disagree we have so many people that go Do you know what? genuinely glad i tried it and thank you for all the tweets and stuff just just get it cornerstone four quid for six beautiful razors and a beautiful engraved aluminium shaft award-winning razor beat gillette beat wilkinson sword cornerstone.co.uk slash egg uh, chasers cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers will get you that discount or egg 10 at checkout that will also
2: get you the discount hmm very good. Uh, any noticeable, noticeable results from Super
1: Rugby we need to talk about? Uh, or any results just to reel off? Cockers to Edinburgh. We, we didn't mention that. Yes, that is... I think Worcester, Worcester... He was long muted for Worcester, and I think they'll be a bit disappointed that he's gone there. Uh, yeah, but Gary
2: a good find. Um, yeah, I think it's brilliant news. I think it's absolutely tremendous news, because... Um, like Scottish rugby is doing everything right, in my in my humble opinion. There's the Vern Cotter stuff, but you know, there's at least a good success
1: a good succession plan. So they... they're casting their net far and wide to find new players as well. On on um... yes and no. <laughs> I mean, are, are you referring to Hugh Jones? I'm referring to Well, Hugh Jones is Scottish,
3: isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. But yeah. you know, he's pretty he Scottish.
2: Is, he is Scottish because of the success of Glasgow. They've got an actual overspill now. And Edinburgh have got a core of some really good players. Um, um, uh, uh, Hamish Watson, they'll have uh, Bennett next year. They're going to have Cockers running the show. They've got Kinghorn and
3: Bradbury, who are
2: two very... very
1: Kinghorn is the most Scottish-sounding name I've possibly ever heard. Uh, He's a a quality player. He's a really good player, yeah, another under-20s player. But they've never finished above 8th. In the Pro 12, have they not? I, I don't believe so. Eighth in the Pro 12. Yeah. Good God. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it will turn around. It will turn around. And I, 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 love the way that it kind of the excellence of Glasgow is kind of seeping across and uh, Edinburgh now. It's they've brilliant. stopped.
3: They've stopped playing in Murrayfield as well, haven't yeah. they? Um, have they stopped that yet? I think yeah. They're uh, um, is it my side. I can't remember the name of it. It is absurd, isn't it? It's yeah. like a 5,000 or 8,000-seater yeah. stadium. It's
2: absurd that not even the Scottish national team play every game in Murrayfield. <laughs> yeah, Edinburgh do. <laughs> uh, you can stand on the pitch at, Midi- um, at Murrayfield. Uh, there's that few, many pe- uh, there's that few <laughs> people
3: watching it. it the time I, So I've been there to watch international and um, Edinburgh, Edinburgh Ulster. It, Edinburgh Ulster, there was, there was only about 6,000 people there, but it was still quite a good atmosphere because mm. it it's a decent stadium. I, I quite like it. Uh, not my favourite, but yeah. It's okay. not my favourite, but it is it's a decent stadium. Um So you you asked any notable results in the super rugby. Yep. Uh obviously the canes. So the reigning champions, one of the strongest teams in the tournament, travelled to the the poor fire puppies. Oh dear. Oh god. For what? the fire puppies opening game. Have you seen the scoreline? No, but I
2: can tell you this much. Those Fire Peppies were on one year contracts last year, and it is only about six months ago that they signed up a coach for this year. Uh, so. Can we
1: just also mention that um, the the Rapey Wolf is no longer their mascot?
3: What? Yeah, I saw crack this. Fox. The Crack Fox. The, is cra- the Crack Fox is gone. <laughs> the Rape Wolf? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the scoreline was 83 uh, 17 it's it's hard to justify them being there isn't
2: look it? At their, yet, of, um, you look
1: at their Twitter account and I can't read Japanese but look how the happy the players look in the changing room after the game they're delighted because they just
3: got spanked they've played against their heroes Julian Surveyor and Bowdoin Barrett and Dane Coles and TJ yeah. Perinara sure,
1: yeah, what, 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 just you read Japanese what does that say Let's the a look. the tweet from Kenki Fukuoka or <laughs> <laughs> Fukuoka Hang on, I can't quite see what, that what does, it
2: say? what does it say you read it uh, Great effort uh, today, lads. Can't wait to have coffee with the boys.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Any any others? Haguara's won on the road. (laughs) (laughs) The Jaguars actually won a game (laughs) (laughs) on the road. Uh, Although they did only beat the Southern Kings. Good. Well, it's a start, isn't it? Thirty-nine twenty-six. I've right. got high hopes for uh, high hopes for my Jaguars. Um, I'm
1: year. going to do some investigation between this week and next week because I've just looked at two different Twitter accounts of Super Rugby franchises, mm-hmm. uh, the Crack Foxes or the, was, uh, Fire Puppies. Yeah. Who on all their tweets have have a hashtag Rise as One. <laughs>
2: I hate hashtags so
1: much And then I've just looked at the Haguarez Twitter account And all their tweets have a hashtag Where is it? Personal Super Rugby And hashtag Personal Super Rugby And also hashtag Vamos jaguars. Sorry Tim you know, Is personal not the, the, the blue
2: sponsor that they have? Oh maybe it, it is I think that actually sponsors them
1: Probably is because do you know when uh, you but see the teamers play? They've got that light blue personal stuff. But look on all their tweets: hashtag personal super rugby, hashtag vamos jaguares. I'm going to investigate all the different. Look, tell me another team to look up. Okay, uh, Scotland. No, no, no the, oh, the rugby, okay. rugby. stormers. Wait, are they all doing this? Stormers. DHL Stormers. There we go. The Stormers. Hashtag. We stand together is on all their tweets. I (laughs) I hate it. Hashtag I am a Stormer. Hashtag we stand together. Oh,
2: man. Hashtag my Stormers. Are they all doing this? this Stormer family. Uh, Surely my beloved Canes won't be doing this. uh, Hurricane. My beloved Canes is a bit of a mouthful, but a good (laughs)
1: hashtag. (laughs) 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 Someone on the Hurricanes rugby Twitter account. And... Oh, Phil.
3: No. Brumbies. No, surely not. Surely not. The
1: they. they, they Rubbies, no, hashtag horseplay. <laughs> uh, no, do you know what? Heard. Um, uh, yeah, no. they, they don't have one on every tweet like the yes. Sun and the Stormers and the Haguaras, Uh But they do use regularly, when they're talking about home games, hashtag our house. And oh. also hashtag Kane's family. But you see that, that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, come on, you quins or come on, you wasps is. is, is oh, C O Y, C O Y Q. Girl. Yeah, I'm going to, f- I'm going to f- give me one more name that you think will have a hashtag. Uh, well, let's go for an Australian no, franchise br- br- Brumbies, because
2: it's going to be horse later. It's going to be hilarious. Like, um, we are the herd or something. Heard <laughs> <laughs> me now, believe me later.
1: <laughs> if any don't have hashtags, we should come up with some for them. Um, do you know what? The Brumbies are my new favourite super rugby team. Go um, on. The only hashtags they use are in relation to the games. Oh, nice. Knock on, hashtag knock on. No, just like hashtag C-R-U-V-B-R-U Exactly how uh, hashtag should be used for the the record I I now support
2: the
3: Brumbies There you go Done Very good I still support the Jaguars I cannot, I cannot wait to go and see the the Jags. I can't believe you're doing
2: that. I, i were in South Africa at the same time. Day have the bloody wedding.
3: Yeah, <laughs> suck off the wedding. I would be tempted, you know. Come and right. see the Jags. You've seen
1: Haguarez against Sharks. Sharks, in Durban. Oh man. I mean, I'm in Durban
2: as well. I wonder if they train the day before. Probably. there will be.
1: be uh, it's a media day. Yeah. Technically, Phil, Ooh. that is you are working, reporting for the podcast on that game. That's a tax deductible expense. That. Yeah. Don't yeah.
2: Tell me about it, mate. Yeah, so I've got a few interviews lined up. Out, out there should, should be good fun. Hmm.
3: Working. Should be Working. should be Working. professional work. Working, yeah. Should be rewarding work. It's difficult to explain to my actual job, my proper employers that I'm going to work <laughs> out, out in <laughs> South Africa for for 3 weeks. So shall we run through um fixtures. Fixtures. Yes. Let's wrap this up. Yeah.
2: Right. Uh, Can I just say,
1: I've, I've enjoyed this podcast.
2: Yeah, I was thinking, congratulations boys on the least rugby ever spoken in a rugby, in a
1: rugby podcast. But that's good, there's the like, yin to the yang, the, uh, yeah. the Six Nations one was very, like in a, in a good way, it was really
3: intensively rugby. Getting into the detail as yeah. well. Um, right, uh, we've got Pro 12 on the Friday night, Connacht host Zebra, which will be a win for Connacht, mm-hmm. Edinburgh host Ospreys, which will be quite interesting. Yeah. Give me Ospreys. Um, good. Ulster host Bennett on Treviso. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Glasgow hosts Dragons. Mm-hmm. So give me Glasgow. Yeah. The Blues host Munster. Now, these two games potentially could be interesting. Yeah. So Blues hosting Munster, uh, that will probably be quite a good game.
2: Yeah. Now, Leinster put out a pretty decent team last week.
3: Yeah. At- Leinster, even though they lose about a dozen internationals... They can still field about a dozen internationals. Yeah, so they had
2: Burn on the wing, Burn at fly half. They Cor- back. Kirchner's playing. Yeah, um, they're not going to be um, not going uh, they're they're not going to be e- easy to beat. But I mean, will Scarlets stay over there? That sounds like a stupid question. I I would expect not. Fly back and then fly over again. Yeah, because it's only it's like an hour flight, isn't mm. it? Yeah, but you have got to land in Cardiff. How far is Cardiff to Scarlets? It's not like. <sighs> Couple, and then yeah. you go the bus back, and mind you, they're probably all living <laughs> Scarlet. You're, you're making anyway. this sound like it's really hard work. Well, I, I, do you know what? I say that because when I spoke to someone who plays at gla- a, a Glasgow, they described their they described their day, and they were playing Scarlets, and for them, they had to fly into Bristol, and then it's a three-hour bus ride from Bristol Ooh. to get to Scarlets, and they were travelling fans, believe it or not. Imagine Ooh. making that journey.
3: Yeah, but that'll be because there's no direct flight from Cardiff to... Glasgow. Yeah, might not be, yeah. So they'd have to do either an indirect via like Manchester or Dublin or somewhere else mm. or via Amsterdam <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah probably uh, Yeah. So
2: Leinster to win to beat Scarlets and Cardiff to run, no Cardiff to get battered by Munster M- At Cardiff. M- Munster. Yeah, have that Cardiff <laughs>
3: <laughs> Right, Premiership So, Friday night This will tell me exactly how far Leicester have come if, this, if this. my theory is correct, this is the one. This is a good test. So Leicester at home to Exeter. Uh, Give me your predictions. I'm going to say Leicester are
2: going to win it. Mental, but that's what I think.
1: Will Exeter be allowed Henry Slade, for example?
3: I'd imagine so, yeah. Um, Probably, yes. Mm. Steenson will be back. Because, for example, last weekend... Matt Mullen, who would benched the previous two weekends, he played for Wasps. So I imagine those who haven't started. Who've only been By the, been the way,
1: bench. Henry Slade's filthy offload in that in that match in the oh just oh man it was beautiful. Say, um,
3: what about the daily offload? Oh yeah. The daily yeah. round the, round oh, the back. Oh, I love that. That was brilliant. Damn, he's good. Um, I'm. I'm gonna take. I th- I'm going to take Leicester to sneak it. I think Leicester. Leicester at home. It is a tough place to go to, w- Welford Road. Oh, I'll be here for this for this game, if I'm allowed to go. If Sale let, let me through the doors. Sale <laughs> Sharks host Northampton.
2: Bit late, that, isn't it? Quite why, why, why wouldn't they let you through the doors? I don't know, they might have changed their opinion on me. Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, I def- um, if I can go, I'll, def- I'll definitely go
3: go, uh, uh, go to that. If anyone What's wants the, to the game? It. Sale Northampton, Northampton, and opportunity, Friday night is it? It is yep. Friday night. Opportunity for a good win for mm. for sale, and then they will win if they play if they play as well as they did against Wasps. They would they will win this Northampton team. Although the name suggests they
2: should be quite good, are pretty pretty poor. They're much much worse than some the of their parts. Um, How
1: does the name suggest they should be good? I was just trying to work out if that was like a pun on or something. Saints. Saints. No, 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 the names. Just...
2: Like, no, the names of the players. So if you, oh, oh I see. Right, okay. Yeah, sorry. So if, if you look through like the name, like, I knew, like the, I knew I misunderstood out... what you meant. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I think sale will do. Them. I might agree with you on this one. This might be my first prediction of a sale win in about ten rounds of Premiership rugby. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Give me sale.
1: Oh, I'm going to go for sale.
3: Then... This is a tough one. Uh, which one? Gloucester Harlequins.
1: This is Gloucester. like this is like Gloucester the hot and cold teams. Yeah, they're both awful away from home, though. So I just and they're both really good at home. So I'll take the home team. Yeah, He's the home team, Gloucester. 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 Give
3: me Gloucester at home. Yeah. Mm, Gloucester, him, yeah. And Tom Marshall, who's back for Gloucester again this weekend. How, yeah, last, how, did they they weekend, this uh, how did they find this guy? Looked great. Yeah. How did they find this <laughs> guy playing for the Crusaders? Bloody good player. He is a, a handy player. Um So Bath, yeah, give me Gloucester at home. Bath Wasps, which both me and you might actually be
2: at Tim. That would be fantastic. I'd love to go to this game. Oh, hang on. If I go to that game, it means that Talk Age are playing on Friday, which means I can't go to sale, so pick my poison. You
3: not fancy a night out uh, with me and Tim down in Bristol? Yes. Yes, I do.
2: <laughs> or Bath, or both. Or Bath, or both. Or Bristol. Ba- Bristol over Bath for a night out.
3: Yeah, maybe drinks in Bath and then yeah. train over to Bristol. Yeah, because little...
2: yeah, that worked out well last time. Didn't?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, um, Newcastle Saracens. Uh, wait, who's going to win? Bath oh, versus uh, Wasps.
1: Uh, wasps. This is, oh, this is a really tough one. Bath are in a
3: rotten, rotten run. They, they, the, th- that um, pack that you read out that they've got unavailable is huge. So give me wasps. Yeah, wasps. I mean, it's they low,
1: low out for this. Falate will be able to play because he was only benched, and also be he's yeah. Welsh. So what? it makes no difference, does it?
3: He, so he, has he not oh, on okay. a George North style deal where he's protected? Uh, no, no, the George North
2: style deal. If I have this right, and please correct me if I'm wrong, means he gets to play the games
3: which fall outside of the international window. But it do, so doesn't it not? Does it also mean that I Wales don't... get Wales get access to him? So two weeks before, or the week before, might be. But they that, got that they was got fi- they got
1: fined. There was a was there not a 70K. fine seventy k because yeah.
3: they did that deal? Yeah. Yeah. which
1: was contravened. What should have been done or what? But, I don't know
3: anyway but presumably, I, don't, I don't know so that, Presumably anyway. that if that was Northampton's option then when Bath signed Fallot and when Harlequin signed Jamie Roberts they could they just knew that they could pay well if we just pay the 70k we get out of this exactly right this situation yeah um, um, although it's not really in the club's interest to have him released for those but I guess it, it gets
1: it's Premier Rugby that have cracked down on so it I think it's yeah. cheap and I, think, you know, if, I, th- I think if 70k was probably meant to be a deterrent as much as a punishment and if, I just don't think, if they did it again, I don't know. I, I just don't like the idea that you have to... Anyway,
2: who um, who cares? Move on. Um so same wasps. wasps, yeah. yeah.
3: Then Newcastle Saracens. This is not as easy as you'd expect, is it? It's not. It's, I, I agree. Um,
2: plastic pitch doesn't really help in this situation, but playing at home does.
3: Good run of form. Didn't they run Saracen's fairly close not so long ago? They did. They did. In the run around Christmas. Newcastle. Well, give me Newcastle. I'm going to say Newcastle as well. I'm p- going to say Newcastle.
1: We're we're, all, we're in agreement on every game. Mm. This is the week, people, to get six bets on an accumulator. <laughs> Goodness oh, me. No, we're, we're
3: going to be wrong about Leicester-Exeter. We're going to be wrong about Sale-Northampton. We're not we're wrong, be wrong about Bathwars. These are not easy. We are all agreeing with each other, but these are not easy games to call. Bristol beat Worcester. <sighs> No, Worcester no, at home If it. Gavin Henson plays they de- Because what,
2: what that's I mean that's a fascinating Battle isn't it The fact that Worcester Don't really have a fly off They've
3: got Mills Mills yeah. doing well But Gavin Henson but Mills, it, Mills it, kicking this weekend Just gone was not Big great Big Gav, come on
1: Let's get the names right It's King Louis It's Big,
3: Big Gav. Gav Yeah,
2: Big Gav Nice plastic pitch I tell you what It's going to be It's going to be tough for, t- Very tough for them Yeah And also That Bristol squad Has got so much more quality in now Pi- a Peter Woodward,
1: I, Bristol are making me scratch my head. They looked awful early in the season. Then they had that amazing patch over Christmas where suddenly they just got this well, together Then they looked like they they weren't just off. They weren't just a bit rusty or a bit poor. They were
3: dreadful for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. again, uh, they hosted Quins, who we've already said Lord. do not travel well, and they it was men against boys. Yeah, well there again,
2: first game of the season, they nearly turned over Quins. <laughs> yeah, and they, they did. And, in Wembley
1: and pretty much this did they luck out just facing a Bath team completely shorn of players there is that they're going to get a a better Worcester site I don't know but watch that game
2: again particularly the first half and I'm not going to dwell on how great Gavin Henson is Big Gav but yeah Big Gav was his kicking game was outstanding Uh, and I think if you've got a weak fly half and you lose the kicking battle and the territorial battle it's going to be really difficult for them so there again. I think what Worcester <laughs> do what Worcester do have in spades is
3: very experienced, very good backs. Oh, and they've got some exciting backs as well. So some, mm. some genuine pace. Mm. So interesting. I'm gonna go for Worcester at home.
1: I'm going for Worcester.
3: Bristol. There we are. Wow. Good work, gentlemen. Pod done. Good work, not no, doing not much rugby there.
1: <laughs> I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the the balance, like I say, there's, there's yin there. and yang, yin and yang, him exactly. and her, exactly. It's like, what's that? Uh, what, what do they call it? With the different flavors all come together, umami. Umam.
3: Well, umami is a, the is a flavor. flavor in its is own. The fifth flavor, yeah, the,
1: yeah. But anyway, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Sweet and sour. Yeah, all of that, all of that stuff. So, yeah, thank you very much um, for listening this. Well, whenever you're listening to it, we're, we're recording it Tuesday night, obviously for, obviously, for Wednesday morning, ahead of the Avicii Premiership Pro 12 and stuff this weekend. Uh, this weekend we'll have um, the reaction to these games and also a look ahead to the Six Nations matches that are coming up on the fourth round of games. Enjoy the rugby this weekend. Egg Chasers podcast on Instagram, rugby podcast on Twitter. Leave your review and subscribe on iTunes, Acast and whatnot. And... Um, Anything else, gents? No.
3: Good work. Are they new, they new Adidas Gazelles, aren't they, Phil? No, yeah. they're just box fresh. I've been looking after them. Um, yeah, I had them a couple of years, probably.
1: I just wanted to take another detour just to try and wind JB up. Talk about no, trainers and, as well. And these are new socks. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> where are they from, JB? They got a
2: little.
3: Uh, these are. I don't know where what do they say? On, say something underneath. Crew clothing. No, I'm not. I'm not going to plug some sock yeah. brand. Let's end the pod. <laughs>
2: Uh, I, I, can I pl- plug my, my other podcast? My other podcast last week in Brexit, which all uh, which oh all, that oh, yeah which wow come so out. <laughs> it's completely different. Um, if you've listened to me on rugby, it's slightly different. So if, if you like your politics, if you like your
1: are you Brexit chat, sharing you it yet? or are you being opinionated in it? Because yeah. I, I I don't want to listen to you sharing it. I want to I want to hear <laughs> well, you. I'm the complete other way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to hear the opinions of JB. A bit of both. Okay, good. We really have gone non-rugby, and I love it. Yes. I'm all over that. Thank you for listening. Good work, Philip. Thank you, Tim. Good work, JB. Cheers, Tim. In a bit. Yeah. Play the horn. Play the (laughs) horn.